Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and welcome to The Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host, Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Monica Krajewska is a productivity coach and a certified building biologist. She's a member of a small group of certified building biologists who specialize in measuring and reducing electromagnetic radiation. Monica became electrosensitive 15 years ago, shortly after moving into a 1920s cottage in Santa Barbara. It took nine years of searching for solutions before she discovered the source of her sensitivity. When she asked a building biologist to assess her home for EMFs, the measurements revealed that Monica was living in extremely high levels of electric and magnetic fields radiating 24-7 from the original house wiring. Once the necessary remediation steps were taken and the circuits were shut off, Monica's health gradually improved. Now, Monica is an expert in the field and assists clients with reducing EMFs in home and work environments. She's available for in-person assessments and phone consultations and can be found at Elegant Healthy Home. Dot com. And Carol, I understand Monica has worked for you and measured your home, and she's made great improvements. Yes, she did, Claire. I can't tell you. This is the best thing that's happened to me in a long time, Monica. I so appreciate the work you did for me, and we thank you, Claire, and I thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. I'm so glad to be here with you. Well, the purpose for today is because the filmmakers that we that we work with and for, we bring them information about things in the film industry. But this is something that's very important for them because they're all on their cell phones for long hours at a time. And most of them do not understand what they can do to reduce their exposure on the phones, and then there's exposure inside their house. And, you know, it's a lot of research to figure all this out. So you bring that wealth of knowledge to us, and that's what this interview is about. We want to give the audience an understanding of the side effects that people may be experiencing and not know that it relates to directly to Wi-Fi or EMFs. Uh, so to begin with, let's start with what made you decide to study building biology and to become an expert in electromagnetic radiation. Well, the way it started for me is um, I uh, was working from home. I, I had a home office set up uh, in Santa Barbara uh, for a few years, and I was uh, very much a Wi-Fi uh, pioneer. I, as soon as it, uh, the, the routers came out, I would I would be on my laptop and headphones, uh, with the headphones on, attending different classes and workshops online, not knowing. That, that started in 2004 and 2005. And uh, and then for hundreds of hours, I was I was uh, getting certified in coaching, and um, then I moved to Santa Barbara. And fast forward a couple of years, actually about a year and a half, I moved into a uh, home that was built in uh, late twenties, and it still had the remnants of the old original wiring. And uh, I really didn't know that electricity could be dangerous to my health. However, combined with all the uh, wireless and electric setup in my office that I was sitting in every single day for hours on end working from home, what happened was about uh, seven to eight months into uh, living in the home, I 
uh, became very, very electrosensitive. And what that means is that I developed symptoms that didn't allow me to be allow wireless uh, devices or computer, and I couldn't use a cell phone. I would have all sorts of um, uh, health issues, eventually became very, very ill, and uh, couldn't be around anywhere near routers or people's cell phones. And I really didn't know that that was caused later on. Nine, nine years later, I found out that that was uh, what was really uh, the missing piece of information was the wiring in the walls that was uh, first getting me very, very sensitive to the rest of the EMF. So I can speak more about that a little later. Yes, we want to learn all about that. That's very important. Uh, well, what happened was when I moved into this new house, it's, it's a lovely place, but as soon as I I was here like two days, and I, I, I felt all I wanted to do was get in my car and drive as far away from this place as I could get. I just didn't feel comfortable. But I didn't immediately connect it to Wi-Fi or whatever because I was just so disturbed. This is the best way to put it. I didn't feel comfortable, and I was nervous and upset. And so... Uh, I tried all kinds of things, and then I remembered you. I called you. You came over, and you started going through the house for us, for my daughter and I, to give us ideas. And we, and I said, I just uh, I don't sleep well at all. You asked me, are you sleeping well? So when you went in my bedroom with your machines to monitor, you said, oh, you can't sleep in this. This is horrible. So uh, we're going to find the breakers for you to turn your breakers off at night. And I said, oh, I can't do that. I mean, that's crazy. No, she said, you you told me. You said, you can do this. Well, um, I did. And that was the beginning of a whole new world for me because we turned them off uh, at night when we go to sleep and put them on in the morning. I've never had such a good night's sleep in my life. But I didn't know that uh, the three breakers we chose, Monica, they affect my daughter downstairs too, and she is sleeping better and happier and uh, much more and healthier. We both think we're healthier. So first of all, thank you very much. I know that that's an extreme situation, but it was uh, it really stopped the... Uh, crackling and popping that was going on in my room at night and that was all from electrical wiring in the walls and uh, I had no idea how much that was going to affect me so that made a major change do you find that often in other people's homes I do I find this all the time and in fact that was the missing link for me and for my my demise in terms of um, reactivity to, to uh, environmental electromagnetic radiation is that I never thought that electricity would be hurtful or somehow affect my health. Um, and too much of it, it does. Obviously, it makes sense. You know, it's a, it's a man-made electricity. And if it emanates from all the wires and cables around you, if it's too close to you, we are walking conductors. We're, we're full of water, right? So our bodies yes. are life conductor. And the alternating voltage that is produced uh, on and in the body causes issues for organs and tissues and our brain and all the systems in the body get overpowered because we don't really need more electricity in our body. We have our own natural innate electricity, electric current that stabilizes our systems. So the common sources of electric, I mean, the first thing that is very misleading for people, and it was really confusing to me at first, was I can't see it. I can't see electricity. How could it be hurt, hurting me if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I can't see it? And then it's right. the same with wireless, wireless radiation. So when uh, the building biologist came to my home a few years back and 
he measured wi- wireless radiation. I was very, very concerned about the levels of Wi-Fi because that's what I thought I was reacting to. However, when he uh, started measuring my body voltage, and I remember distinctly, he, I was standing in the middle of my living room where my office was set up at the time, and in the middle of the living room, let's say four to five feet away from each wall, uh, he gave me this uh, um, a diode to hold in my hand and this body voltage meter. And he said, look at the number. What are the numbers that you're getting uh, right now? This, this will show you how much voltage is going through your body at all times when you are in your home. And that was produced by the, the, mostly by the wiring in the walls and ceiling and the floor. And it was almost 3,000 millivolts. Now, acceptable level during the day is less than 100. So oh. you can only imagine what happened to my body. I was practically being electrified. You know, every, yes. and that's what was happening to you, Carol, when you were in your bedroom. There was just simply too much electricity flowing through your body when you were trying to sleep and repair. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what I, the biggest lesson I've learned from that first, very first visit that practically changed my life, if, it, if, if not save it, because I was at my wit's end, I, I couldn't. You know, I didn't, I didn't know where to go, uh, where else to go. And I'm so grateful that uh, Oram Miller from Los Angeles came and he said, electricity, electric current is the unknown EMF. No one really looks for it except for building biologists. We are trained and prepared to measure and offer solutions. So he said, this is your problem. You need to get out of this house or let's turn off the breakers. And we walked over to the side of the house, to the panel. We turned off the breakers. I walked back into my apartment and I felt 90% better. Immediate change. It was incredible. And so I started turning off the breakers at night uh, before I could actually move out of that place and then sleeping under a bed canopy to protect myself from Wi-Fi. But the biggest issue really for all of us is our bodies are not designed to have so much electric current flowing through our bodies, especially at night when we need to repair and and be in the parasympathetic mode. Um, so I, I pay uh, special attention to, and this is the most important room in everybody's house, is your sleeping area. And I right. do everything I can to uh, educate and eliminate and reduce the electric fields and magnetic fields are the close uh, follower. Um, in the sleeping area so that the body can repair and heal at night as it should. Yes. I, you're the first person to tell me that your body repairs itself at night. I've always felt that sleep was the greatest healer I had. If I get really sick, I just go to bed and, and I can sleep for days and come back out and I'm like a new person. But I never thought about the fact that sleep is to help us repair. That's great. Well, what happens is that this is this is the most important really part of our uh, healing process is, and I believe that people don't really place enough attention. I haven't until I learned that sleep was so important to my health and well-being and longevity. Um, so the quality of the environment that the sleep occurs for us um, is incredibly important, and it's either supportive of, or not of our health. Um, so this is, I consider it a, a, a treatment room in the house, our bedroom. And that has to be devoid of any sort of pollution, environmental pollution, including air quality, um, any sort of noise, light. But electromagnetic environment is incredibly important uh, for us to remain healthy to to uh, maintain our health and it's inexpensive you saw it it we, all it took is t- turning off three breakers at night <laughs> that's it that's it 
Isn't that amazing? And, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, and it's so easy, you know. And I, my neighbor is always up at uh, five thirty, six o'clock when I get up, and I know he's dying to know what the Samuel I'm doing walking out to my breaker every morning. I, I'm just hoping he doesn't come ask me because I feel so silly, but. Uh, listen, the results are fantastic. So the purpose here, we've got to get into what can we do to reduce our exposure. So uh, give us some tips and hints on the house and the phone, please. All right, all right. So let's start with the electric field since we're on it right now on the subject. Yes. So common okay. sources of electric fields are wiring in the walls so let's say if your bed is or your desk is right against the wall uh, you will be very close to uh, electricity running from the wall in the wiring in the wall so you know just keep that in mind um, then lamps appliances extension cords people have a lot of extension cords running uh, under their desks or work tables or let's say editors you know i mean you know if you're working in the film industry and you're working with cameras or editing equipment or any kind of equipment that's powered by AC current, you will be running into electric fields. So please be mindful right. about even your your charging cable for your phone. A lot of people plug in their phone next to their bed at night so they can sleep next to their phone and, and while it's charging. So you're you're actually adding another layer of electricity running on this plastic ungrounded cord. Um, next to your body. So the, the, the safety zone for the body is six feet all around you for, for that water, for, for your body to not pull in all the voltage. So just keep that in mind, six feet or more. Move everything that is electrically powered uh, away from your body, especially at night. I was just working with, uh, uh, with a client in Pasadena on Friday and on her home office now, uh, she was complaining that her uh, knee and her right, you know, leg and the foot were were getting aggravated and hurting when she was sitting at the desk. And of course, for the last two years, m- most of us have been spending more time at home, working from home in our, in our home environment, in our home office. So what I am noticing is that most people really don't know this, but they're sitting in the hotbed of electricity. And then on top of that, there is wireless radiation. Um, So what I discovered at this house, uh, at this client's home, was that there was a router, first of all, right like three, three, four feet away from the body um, on the side where, on the side of the body, which was hurting which was putting out an incredible amount of uh, wireless radiation. And then I discovered all sorts of extension cords running under the desk, which were very close to the feet of the person who was sitting there. So we moved everything around. We, 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 we tried to create as much buffer zone for the body to not be so close to those sources. And my client reported yesterday um, and then we actually hardwired the uh, router to the computer since it was so close by an Ethernet cable and disabled Wi-Fi on the router and the computer. So that uh, was also mitigated while I was there. And I changed, checked the levels, and we brought them to as low as we could possibly do. And uh, I just received a report yesterday that my client was uh, sitting at her desk, and the pain uh, was uh, almost gone. And she was happy. And one of the things that you will notice um, with electric fields particularly, they will uh, uh, exhaust exhaust you. So you, you will feel exhausted. You will feel um, uh, uh, very hard to focus. Um, you will have heart palpitations uh, for too much electricity. Um, you'll be tired. Uh, you'll be irritable. And you know, how will that affect our productivity if we are spending not only sleeping in really high electric fields and EMFs during the night, then we walk over to our home office environment or office at work, and then we do the same. So the body doesn't really have the time to recover from all the uh, all the exposure. So it's really important to at least 
you know, create a buffer zone during the day at where you're sitting and then at night reduce electric fields, magnetic fields, shut off Wi-Fi router at night in your home. You don't, nobody is using Wi-Fi at night when you're sleeping. Um, and everything can be automated. You can put it all on the remote switches, including the circuit breakers. There is a way to do that so you don't have to, uh, you know, walk over to the electric panel every night and, and turn off the breakers because they eventually will wear out after a certain period of time. But there is a way to do that so you can have a little remote uh, by your bedside and you press the button and the breakers will be shut off. And so oh, I usually great. show people how to do that. Yes. Well, you know, the Wi-Fi router is really high in voltage and um, they do most of them nowadays have a timer on them. So you can set it to turn off at 10 or 12, whatever time you want, at night and then back on in the morning. I think that's the first step a lot of people could take that is so simple. And that will that'll help anybody immediately sleep better because usually the router, no matter where it is in your home, it's going to be uh, affecting you because they are so, uh, so strong these days, right? They're very strong. I mean, my client's router... Uh, and it wasn't even the latest model, um, the client in Pasadena. I measured uh, a quarter of a million microwatts, which is a, 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 a strength of a small cell antenna that, that you see on the roofs. I mean, this, and then add your cell phone next to it, which is right next to you, either by your bedside or on your desk. We always keep our cell phones in, um, uh, you know, by ourselves. So it's... Um, it's way too much, and at night, a lot of people I find have routers in their in their bedrooms too close to begin with. But we, if you're living in an environment where you have neighbors, everybody has a router, mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. you're you're not only adding your own, but uh, you're dealing with everybody else's emissions. So be mindful of how much um, radiation and electromagnetic radiation are you. Are you producing in your own home? And I always inspire, you know, encourage my clients to reduce as much as possible because that's the area you have control over. You can't really control right. your neighbor's router, uh, but you can c- control your own. So be wise about it because eventually, what happens? The biggest, uh, the biggest uh, effect of wireless radiation according to hundreds of studies, is the uh, oxidative stress. And oxidative stress leads to everything else. So once you have oxidative stress on your body, then you, it, it puts you in uh, a susceptibility to major, first of all, accelerated, accelerated aging. Just think of it. We are all trying to do what we can to stay healthy, to live long, to live well. And here we are having a small cell tower in our pocket, not really thinking twice about exposure and the effects of that exposure. So um, Magda Havas, um, who is is a a scientist in um, Canada who has really coined and looked at this uh, effects of oxidative stress, and she... Uh, she speaks about that, how much, um, how much we're actually putting ourselves in danger uh, by exposing ourselves both at work, in our cars, and at home to wireless radiation alone. Now add electricity to it, and then the other two EMFs we haven't spoken yet about, it, which is the magnetic fields and dirty electricity, and you're practically toast, you know. So um, it's just no, no, no way to recover from all of that, especially if you don't have a clean sleeping environment to, to recover. So I am always encouraging people to first clean up their bedroom in terms of EMFs, have good air quality and, you know, uh, dark um, uh, blackout curtains and make sure it's really quiet and so that you can get a good night's sleep and recover from all the exposure that you have accumulated during the day. Yes, that's very good advice. And also, uh, unplug things around your bed. Uh, 
you know, anything you don't need, unplug it. I, I went back to the old clock, the wind, well, it's not a wind-up, I use battery clock, but that took away a lot of EMS from the diode, the little red uh, diode clock that we all use. I don't use that anymore. Just that one little thing for a $10 clock uh, saved me, and it has a light. If you wake up you want to know what time it is, you punch the light, and there you have the time. Um, and I unplugged a lot of things in my bedroom. And I've gotten in the habit of unplugging items when I'm not using them because, uh, first of all, you're being charged for the electricity, whether you've got your uh, your uh, coffee pot and your other items uh, turned on or not, you're still being charged. The electric uh, company told me that my electricity bill was so high and I couldn't figure out why, so I called them and this woman said, if you have your charger in for your phone and it's plugged in, you're being charged for the electricity. Unplug it when you're finished. Unplug everything, Carol. When you're not using it, you'll save money. Well, I was doing that, but I didn't realize I was also saving on my own uh, energy level because it does pull your own energy too, right? Well, it's unbelievable. That's right. So there's two things that I'd like to to speak to. Um, one is that people think that when they shut off their lamp, bedside lamp, um, uh, at the switch, they don't know that the life current is actually running all the way to the switch. It's yes. still light. Yes. It's still powering that lamp. The light may be off, but the lamp is on. So, and it's the same with appliances on your on your kitchen counter. You know, if I if I place my voltage sensor um, run a, a, across the kitchen, I will pick up everything that's plugged in from two to three feet away. So, right. not only it consumes needlessly consumes electricity, which is costly, but it also produces an electric field inside of in which you stand and spend time let's say if you're in the kitchen or the bathroom or most importantly your sleeping area next to a lamp everybody has a lamp plugged into the power at night and then now there is the cell phone and sometimes there's a clock then sometimes there's a there's a a regular phone house phone then maybe there is a air purifier or a, a little electric heater i mean it's you know, it's astounding how much um, electric, um, you know, how much electricity is around our bodies at all times. So let's try to reduce some of it at least at night so we can actually recover. And, we, you know, we have forgotten, most people have forgotten what it's like to be fully rested. Yes. Just think That's of it. True. We, we, we're, con- we're on the treadmill of, you know, constant exposure to environmental stimuli. And at night is our time when we are even especially more sensitive to environmental stimuli because our guard is down. Our, our nervous system is in parasympathetic mode and we're in repair mode, which means we have to leave it alone. We cannot keep stimulating it with all these devices and gadgets and electric current that's flowing through our body at night and then pulsed radiation from our routers and our cell phones. So, you know, right. removing right. all these obstacles will go a long way in preserving our health and keeping ourselves strong when we need to be strong during the day, when we're traveling, when we're living in urban areas and for filmmakers especially because, you know, they, they work in high electric environments. So I would say think about the night. How is your environment? What does it have within six feet from your body that you can reduce, remove, move away further or turn off? Right on. That is great. Uh, Because if you just take your phone and put it in the other room, right, and uh, get unplug your electric clock, get an older clock or battery operated, you've uh, taken away two things. Turn off your router 
and uh, uh, well, move it uh, like your lamp. It shouldn't be within six feet of you, uh, really, because once you go to sleep, uh, hopefully you'll have some other way to turn on a light because that's just uh, really detrimental to your health to have that electricity going up into the lamp right next to where you're sleeping. That can really hinder a good night's sleep. These are all great suggestions. So let's get into the EMFs uh, next. All right. So um, uh, what would you like me to focus on? Because I can go on for hours about this. (laughs) Um. Okay. What is it? What is it and where is it? uh, And how do we reduce it? All right. So uh, let me start with uh, uh, by saying that there are four distinct EMFs or uh, with sources and uh, effects. The first one is electric field, um, and the electric fields are produced by uh, uh, wiring, anything that has AC current in it. So lamps, computers, wiring around your desk, bed, cords, around and behind your bed, and power lines um, and appliances, anything that's powered by AC current. And uh, the second EMF is magnetic field. And then magnetic fields, are uh, they are current on a conductor. So imagine electric current running on the conductor, and then it produces a magnetic field around itself. So you may have a magnetic field on your metal bed frame. If you have a lot of electricity around your bed, then you have metal uh, springs and metal bed frame. You will actually have magnetic current, magnetic field, as well as electric field. And those are quite um, damaging to health, and uh, they're highly carcinogenic. Um, anything that has a motor in it. So let's say it is a uh, a, a heater um, or um, a fan. Um, a refrigerator is a, a big magnetic field producer uh, because it has a motor in the back. Um, so electric heaters, sometimes people have those space heaters in their bedrooms um, or next to their feet uh, by the desk. You know, And I, I say to people, this is magnetic field, uh, keep it away from you. Um, also, um, magnetic field is produced by our computers and the, and the cord, power cords. So we always suggest to have cords that are shielded, meaning that they don't emanate any electricity. They're shielded with uh, metal sheathing. Um, So these are very important. Yes, these cords, you can buy them because I've done Mm -hmm. that. I replaced most of the cords in in my office with shielded cords, and that takes it down tremendously and so you just have to you can get online with amazon or go to your electronic store and uh take in the name of your uh computer your printer all of this stuff and get those cards changed right absolutely carol yes Uh, it's it's but to know which you have to do and where to find these things it's best to work with someone who um, specializes in the field and can direct you and save you time and money because otherwise you would have to spend months ele- uh, uh, you know, educating yourself about, first of all, you start with measuring. You, how high is the magnetic field? Is it even there? One of the sources of magnetic field is current flow on water and gas pipes on, on, on your cable line um, that provides cable connection to your house, you know, Um, uh, transformers, electrical devices. And for that, we use a Gauss meter, very uh, specially sensitive uh, uh, measurement device that will give us exactly the readings that we need to know. And then we, based on that, we make recommendations uh, whether you need an electrician to come out to your house and eliminate those current flows on water and gas pipes. It doesn't belong there. Current, oh, good. Electric good. current should not be flowing on, on water pipes or gas pipes 
or ducts, you know, heating ducts, AC lines. All of those sources are conductors, but if you have electric current flowing on it, it will produce magnetic field, which will go through your floor, through your ceiling, and affect your health. Um, I see that all the time. So what we do is we uh, suggest for the client to uh, reach out to work with specialized electrician who knows about these things, and then we work with them um, uh, directing them to the areas where the where to eliminate the current flow uh, in the house that doesn't belong. So check the wiring, check if everything is properly grounded. And then right. often we find wiring faults in the building itself. So that takes a licensed electrician to correct those. And uh, of course, uh, utility lines are another source we we see that many homes have current flowing on the water water line from the from the city water uh, and passing it on to the house itself. How would you know this unless you were trained and had the equipment to measure it? You wouldn't. So I always say to people, really don't hold back uh, with reaching out to a specialist who can help you find out what's actually going on because you can't see these things and then remediate, propose remediation steps. And then like you and I, you will see improvement in one's health fairly quickly. So one of the things that uh, the health effects of the magnetic field, which is very serious, is cancer, childhood leukemia, migraine headaches, cardiovascular disorders, sleep disorders, hormone disorders, just to name the few. So how important, this is very, very important to really find out and correct. Cardiovascular, absolutely. No, my, (laughs) I have improved. My heart is better than it was. I didn't think about that. But I, I just was tested recently and the doctor said oh your heart's in much better condition and Mm -hmm. i'm sure that's because we reduced all of the uh electrical current around me at night how incredible okay exactly that's that's the top yes wow okay tell me uh tell us how we can reach you uh and give us your phone number or your uh email address uh, my phone number is 805-895-4687. My website is Elegant Healthy Home. And people can reach me through that website. There's a contact email. And my email address is elegantliving27 at gmail.com. The easiest one is just to reach me through the by phone or to the website, and there's uh, quite a bit of information uh, on the website as well. I just wanted to circle back to the uh, prudent avoidance uh, for magnetic fields. The sleeping area is the top priority for avoiding magnetic fields. And as you can see, based on your own recent experience, Carol, reducing electric fields contributed to reducing magnetic fields. And so, yes. absolutely, we, yes, big difference. Absolutely. So, right. yeah, yeah. So, there's a few things that uh, we recommend is no magnetic field sources near the bed or on other side of the wall or under the floor, other side of the wall where your head is. Often people just stop, you know, at the wall. But what's happening? What is the, if there is a refrigerator plugged in behind your headboard? Well, if there's a kitchen or or even, God forbid, it was a, a, a electric panel emanating magnetic and electric fields, you know, and your head was in there. Avoid electric blankets, water beds, heating pads. You know, often people have heating pads and they think that they're, you know, but it's plugged into electricity. Move clocks away that are powered. Uh, get battery-powered clocks. Um, use uh, you know use DC battery powered things around the bed rather you know even a light little light if you turn off your breakers at night what do you do you can have a little camping light 
Battery-powered camping yes. lights. I use, ba- I use battery-powered candles. Those candles oh, that wonderful. you have battery, and then there's a little switch on the bottom. They put out really nice orange light, so it's not a blue light that will, that will aggravate your eyesight in the middle of the night if you have to go to the bathroom. And I, I just have, have those by my bedside if I, ha- if I need light during the night. So any kind of uh, wiring errors that exist in the wiring, they should be also fixed. Well, I'm laughing. I have to laugh because I just realized, we, you know, when you walked in my bedroom, you said, what's on the other side of this wall? And I said, the garage. And you said, yes, but what's in there? And I said, well, there's a refrigerator. That's it. You said, you can't have that. We have to turn this breaker off. And I said, well, there's a washing machine, a dryer. Oh, my gosh. So... Now, what's been happening is I forgot we're turning off that that refrigerator at night. And so we found that our ice cream was melting and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with the fridge. But now I realize we're turning that off every night. It doesn't seem to affect the vegetables in it, but it does the ice cream. So that is a, another problem solved. We, but you know what? Those were all contributing to my poor night's sleep, all that stuff. That's right. Even though it was on the mm-hmm. other side, I never thought about what's behind my bed and go out 10 feet. You know, that is really important. That's absolutely important, yes, because the re- the refrigerator at night will turn its motor on to keep keep it cool. And that motor will produce a a field that will go through the wall and it will affect your head and your body. So if it it is within, you know, six feet, then you will be sleeping in a magnetic and electric field, heightened magnetic field. Right. Oh, thank you so much. Um, All right, so what else can we share with people to help them Oh, let's get back to the phone. Uh, when you did some things on my phone to help reduce the amount of Wi-Fi and EMFs that it produced. What ideas can you give us for that? Well, um, there are a couple of things everybody can do to reduce uh, exposure from the phone. And honestly, uh, there are a few engines that are on on most phones that I look at. And uh, we have the Bluetooth on, which doesn't have to be on all the time unless you use it. So the first thing that I uh, show people uh, how to do is uh, to go to the settings on your cell phone and um, scroll down to Bluetooth and manually shut off Bluetooth because it's emitting Bluetooth frequency out of the phone looking for, you know, to, to connect hands-free with something, um, either in the car or in your home setup, on your computer setup. So that should be off. Um, second thing, your Wi-Fi. You know, Wi-Fi uh, on the phone can be on uh, only when you need it. Why should you need it when you don't need it? So in other words, it sends off signal. The phone sends off a wireless signal every six seconds trying to connect to the closest antenna. And the antenna sends a signal back to the phone. So there's a two-way communication that your body is subjected to every six seconds, whether you use the phone or not. So what I do is I have my Wi-Fi off, um, and when I need it, I will turn it on. I mostly use cellular uh, uh, option, which allows me to look online uh, at my emails, browse the net if I have to use it, and check the text um, So and use the apps. So cellular is the alternative to Wi-Fi connection, and I prefer that myself. I shut it off. It's off on my phone. Right now, I am on the cell phone, and the only thing that I have on is my provider, which is AT&T. The rest of the engines are off because right wow. now my phone is ju- just the phone. So keep in mind, your cell phone is a, a computer. It becomes a computer when you connect to the Internet, when you have your Wi-Fi on, when you have your cellular on. When you shut it off, it just becomes a phone. 
you can receive and make phone calls. Sometimes a text will come through, but you won't be able to get online. Now, when you don't use it, you don't have to have all of, all of the other stuff on, only when you use it. So I had to develop a habit of keeping it all off until I need it, and I intermittently turn on my cellular uh, connection and check my texts and emails if I'm traveling. Um, but the rest of the time it's off. I only have it on AT&T and I can receive calls and I can make calls. So that's, that's most so people smart. don't know this. There's a, quick, there's a quick drawer that you can pull up. I have an iPhone 6. So I, I pull up the quick drawer uh, by swiping from the bottom up and there's this quick keys come up and then I can just press the button, turn on the cell, cellular, goes green and then the rest of the time, if I'm actually in the car with my phone, my phone is on airplane mode. It's not even on. Wow, because that's great. Because when it's on, it will be bouncing off the signal inside your car and back at your body and your brain, even more because it's in a little Faraday cage, which is your metal, metal car, metal frame, and it will try to connect to the closest cell tower harder so it works even harder at connecting and it's producing much more radiation than in a normal in a home or open area so just keep that in mind that you're you know you have your phone right next to you and here you are in irradiating yourself even more unknowingly yes Yes, I think that's really important. Thank you for sharing that. Well, and the other things that we, we're almost out of time, we didn't get to, uh, if you have a smart meter that is constantly talking, every so, uh, 15 seconds or so it's uh, talking to the office, telling them what you have moved or used or whatever. And then you have, um, now it, there is your electricity on your gas meter, right? And uh, all of these things uh, I've, uh, were showed up on your machine. So uh, you really need, if, if you're not feeling well, if you think that you can improve your health, you really need someone to come look and find all this because it takes different meters for different things to figure all this out. It's not just one thing i bought one machine but that doesn't tell me everything uh, you still need help so tell us again what uh, how people can reach you please i can be reached by phone uh, at 805-895-4687 or by email at elegantliving27 at gmail.com or through my website at eleganthealthyhome.com. I think you have really shared some important information today for all of us to realize that we're in this electrical soup on a daily basis, and that's what pulls all your energy out. That's why you feel tired, overtired, and exhausted sometimes. Uh, and all, and so many little things uh, that you can do that you've told us about to help uh, reduce the amount of this electronic soup that you're in. And making every one of those things you've brought out will help you get stronger and and rest better and improve your health. Uh, I think it's the answer to a lot of illnesses that people have. Uh, and they don't know why, you know, some people who eat healthy diets, they exercise, they do all this, and they get some major illnesses. Well, this is contributing to that. It's not the cause, but it could be a major contributor. So uh, if you're not feeling great or if you get tired too early for your age, then I think this information is really beneficial for you. You've done a marvelous job, Monica. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me, Carol. If there's one thing, there's one takeaway that people can uh, take from this call and um, remember is to how close 
are you to nature? You know, to set to, to if you can imagine yourself being surrounded with technology and electricity, and on the other side of the spectrum, there's pure nature. You're in the forest. Where are you on that spectrum? The closer you are to, to nature, the healthier you will be. The health, the, 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 your health will be more supported. So just keep that in mind, you know, and uh, uh, pace yourself with using technology mindfully rather than uh, not. Uh, we are all affected. People think, oh, I don't feel anything. I don't have any symptoms. Well, there's two groups of people. There are people who are symptomatic and there are people who are asymptomatic. Most of the population is asymptomatic. However, we're paying the price for using technology and being around electricity as much as we do. So um, I would say give it some thought and consider that perhaps turning off your router at night and keeping your cell phone away from your body, especially at night, um, it will be beneficial long term. Long term, absolutely. It certainly will. Thank you, Monica, for uh, sharing all this information. And thank you, Claire, for the show today. Yes, and I've learned so much, Monica. Thank you. I, um, I have a lot of uh, notes to share with some friends and a few people I know who will want to listen to the on-demand episode of this talk that you've given. Thank you again, Monica. Thank you so much, Claire. Okay. We really appreciate this. Best of luck to you. Many, many thanks, right. Carol. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Be well, everyone. Thank now, you, in its second Bye. edition, the Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com.